AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hello, friends. Welcome to Hold Up, podcast. I ask the question: Do we need to be talking about this? No, but we are. I am Dulce Slum, and I am a comedian, and I am a correspondent on The Daily Show, and I do the voice of Honey Bee of the Great North on Fox. Please let me introduce my co-host, Josh Johnson. Hey, how's everybody doing? Now, Josh, who are you? What you do? Uh, so I'm also a comic. I do stand up. I also write at the Daily Show, and I'm also online on the internet. You can find me on the things at Josh Johnson Comedy. I'm excited about today's subject. Yeah, I can tell. Thank you so much. Um, mm-hmm. Today's subject is movies versus TV series. Mm-hmm. And Joshua, where do you fall on this movies? versus TV series. I mean, I'm movies all day, all right? I'm okay. movies on a plane, I'm movies okay. in bed, okay. I'm movies, you know, all, all like even, even sometimes when I know I'm not gonna be able to finish it, I still will turn on a movie before I get into a show. I'm obviously TV shows. Mm-hmm. And I think I like TV shows because, I think because I'm a trained actor, okay. which a lot of people don't know. Also, Josh is also, trained in the theater arts as well not so much performance but like no not performance at all it's actually just lighting it's it's not <laughs> like it's very hard though like i've had to read i can like read a lighting plot i can hang lights i cut gels and start gels gobos the whole nine but i don't know how to like program a light board mm-hmm. no I'm, I'm with you yeah it it can be difficult acting to me is still wow it's a lot it's hard uh no matter what people say um, so I think for me, because I am a trained actor and people are going to say, oh, don't you mean actress? No, I don't. Just for like people will say like with comedians, oh, don't you mean comedian? Bitch, if I meant comedian, I would say comedian. I'm a comic. I like a TV series because I, like I said, as an actor, I want to see more of the character, mm-hmm. right? So, because yeah. in the movie, you establish your character and then the movie is over. So, unless they do a sequel to this movie, all of the information that you have about these people, all of the storylines that you can have happen in that one movie and it's done. Like, I love the movie Karina Karina, right? It's one of my favorite yeah. movies. But we don't know what happened when that little girl grows up. We don't know what happened if do Whoopi Goldberg and Ray Liotta's character get married. I don't know. You 
find out no further information about them because once a movie is over, girl, it is over. But it's not like these, you know, Marvel movies where they got 163 of them that come out and any superhero that's ever breaks the pages of a comic book is going to be thrown in an outfit and put on this here TV. There's what? There's what? Like 387 Marvel movies? Okay. This is... I no 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 I know I'm with you I'm with you there will be 387 one day we're not there yet but sure. they're they're, we're they're only climbing. At 256 yeah but my thing is when you when you talk about that specific aspect of why you think TV shows are better I actually think that that's what ruins things for me when I watch TV is because you run a show so long that eventually a character does something that's low key out of character so now you're like why would why would they even do that they spent four seasons being right. this 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 way and then yeah. they just switch it up and now they're just a whole different person you know Most whereas with a movie mm, movie mm, we know who they are and then it's over this is one of those situations where i'm not trying to convince you that tv is better mm-hmm. i'm trying to say that i like a tv like okay i think a good compromise for you uh-huh. would be a like a Spanish novella, like a telenovela, or a Korean drama. So like a lot of Korean dramas that I watch, it's about 16 to maybe 40 episodes. And then the show is over. Now, if it's a super, super popular series, they could bring it back with the Boys Over Flowers series. They brought those back sometimes. But for the most part, once the show is over, the show is over and and it never comes back again. So maybe if you're looking into like wanting that movie feel of there's a this story, this part of these people's story ends, then I think that like the Korean drama or the telenovela would be the where to go. Because with the TV series, there's plenty of like there is a show called there's a show My Kind of People. I've been watching on Hulu. It was a Fox show. It's like these black people that live in like the Hamptons or something. Very old black money. This girl's trying to get it. And the first season ended with a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's coming back. Yeah. You've never same. watched a movie and been like, I wonder if this movie's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I assume every movie is uh, just one episode long, you know? And also the thing for me that makes movies, in my opinion, superior is that TV so shows- So you think I just told you I'm not trying to make this competition. And hey. you keep trying to make this a competition. Is that what this whole podcast is? Me trying to keep the peace? Are you out here going for violence? It's it's some of it. It's it's definitely gonna be an aspect. Wow. Cause I think most of the time you think that I'm the one going for violence when in oh, this particular- I don't think. Uh, if you have to say what you mean, you know what I mean. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because you know absolutely fucking right that... The two things with movies that you don't get with TV shows is that, first of all, a movie can have a premise that you can't make a show out of. Example? I think that there are movie, there's a movie called Coffee Town that I find very funny, that I enjoy very much. And it's just a movie about a guy who goes to the same coffee shop to work every day. And the little hierarchy he has, a little like ecosystem in there, and then they're gonna shut down his coffee shop, so he tries to save it. You can't make a whole show about that. Yeah, you can. Every episode, he's doing something different, trying to save the coffee shop. 
I mean, if you got to save the coffee shop in that many different ways across seasons, it should be closed. But if it's just a, a film where it's like, hey, we're thinking about, you know, maybe selling this coffee shop, building something else. Like, no, I love this coffee shop. Maybe this corporate uh, environment will disappear if I can heighten the crime rate around this coffee shop. They won't want to buy here, you know. And now just that one idea. Neighborhood. Right. 100 percent. And so then that, that that's one reason. And then the second okay. reason is that no one can cancel your movie in the middle of the movie once the movie exists. That's not true. That's what happens with TV shows all the time. So you're telling me you've watched a movie on a plane that was done. Oh, you're talking about the movie stopped in the middle. Yeah, the movie doesn't okay, stop in the middle. Mean. They made the movie. Okay. They don't, they don't always make the movie. I understand things lose funding, but I'm talking yes. about once they put it out there, it's out there with the whole story. You don't have to hope and wait and pray that your favorite movie gets renewed every six months. I hear what you're saying. So you don't like the heartache because like I've watched shows where it's like, like Yasser Lester was on this show about like going back through time. Mm-hmm. And mid-season, the show got canceled. Mm. And then there was a show that Shonda Rhimes had that she was talking where it was like called Starcrossed. So it was like basically what happens to the Capulets and the Montagues after Romeo and Juliet die. Yeah. But I think that show got canceled because they, they open-casted, their open-casting was so open, you couldn't even keep track of who the families were. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. people would just start, because like Shakespeare, people just start talking. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, well, who the fuck is this? <laughs> I would, I, it would be great to go to a play with you and you've never seen the play before right right but it's done in that shakespeare style so there's someone just walks on from the opposite stage side you know yeah. so we've been looking at stage left this whole time somebody enters stage right and just starts a conversation and then you're in the audience just going now who the hell what listen i have seen plenty of shakespeare plays i've built sets for shakespeare plays Mm -hmm. And, but I think you realize like when you're walk, but like anytime you're watching any show, yeah, a character pops up and someone has to introduce that character. What really bothers me in a TV show or movie is like you said, you've put it perfectly. When a character enters, you have to address that character. You have to tell us who they are. But mm -hmm. I'm, I, I, it, it actually bothers me in my bones when the writing is so bad that they just say all that just exposition. So somebody will walk in and they'll be like, Odysseus, King of Ithaca, what are you up to today? Like, <laughs> well, that's how sometimes Shakespeare would introduce characters. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's the one, hey, Shakespeare, brilliant poetry, sonnets, whatever. That thing, that thing made me want to throw my book in English class. I'm like, who, because who talks like that? You, you made us suspend disbelief Yes. for this entire scene and yes. then you ruin it because yes. at the end you're like oh hello mother who we're now meeting in act two scene three <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you'll watch a show and like even in a movie like somebody walking you're like who the fuck is this like <laughs> i just wish that somebody would write a tv show or a movie that made it easier to watch with your parents Sure, yeah. Because if you're watching a TV show or a movie, dude, who is that? 
Mama, I've been watching this movie as long as you've been watching this movie. I don't know who he is either. I was think we're about friend? to find out. We're about to find out, Mama. Well, what? I'm just trying to make sure I know what's going on. Mama, you know as much. I have as much information as you have. I don't know who the fuck this man is. Just got here. Let's see. She will pause something so fast. Well, tell me who that is. He's the one that just got here. Well, who is he? We think he might be this person. But we think he might be this person. Mm-hmm. Unpause the TV to find out who he is. Now, I'll, I'll even throw this out there. So you know my situation. I was raised with my mom, my mm-hmm. aunt, my grandma, and my granddad. Yeah. Because my granddad and I were outnumbered, the TV was always under the control of the rest. You know, yes. it just it. So we watched a lot of Lifetime Movie Network. And we we watched a lot of uh, what was the other one? A lot of oxygen, we? a little bit of we, yeah, and then some TV one. Right now, Ooh. I'm not saying I never got control of the TV. I got to watch my cartoons and stuff, but I'm just saying for like prime time hours, hey, this but is. But you watch Living Single right? like everybody else. You watch yeah, Martin watch... like everybody else. No, I'm 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 completely with you. All I'm saying is, but I, when those weren't on. When those weren't on, it was Lifetime Movie Network. And I think that some of that is is what sparked some of my love for movies. Because there, because the movie would sometimes be poorly written, there yes. was no, there, there were no extra questions to ask. So you just had it to accept. It gave you everything. <laughs> it gave you everything. And then, and then my thing was, there was this one movie. I wish I could remember it, but I was a teenager. And everybody, when I tell you everybody in the movie look alike, it's like it's like they were casting the lead and they just loved everybody so much. They were like, put him in the movie too. Give him a part. Put him in the movie as well. Because every dude looked like the lead. And I'm but sure they, he was an average size, average build and had dark hair. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of stubble. A little bit of stubble. A little bit. Just a little yeah. bit to let you know that he enjoys the outdoors. Yeah, might build some furniture by hand, but mm-hmm. he has a good job. He can handle a splinter. He's he gonna be splinter. all right He'll with that splinter. Right. But what he can also do is listen. Because mm-hmm. your last boyfriend from the city, Lifetime movies are amazing because it's always someone leaving the big city. Yep, yep. And coming back home, Lifetime like at a Hallmark because we had no help. There's five of us watching, right? And all of us. Everybody in the house is like, why is she kissing him? I thought that he was, no, no, that one is her husband. Is it? Are you sure? And and the movie is a regular style movie. So there's characters that other characters are diametrically opposed to. So then right. there'd be characters arguing and it looked like he yelling at a mirror. He's just yelling at himself in his workshop. Yeah. Just, and both got on, uh, what is it? Plaid flannel? shirts. Yeah. Yes. Flannel. Yeah. And jeans. Mm-hmm. And a boot. Everybody looked like the bounty man. Everybody looks like the bounty man. And all of the girls are in some type of cardigan situation. <laughs> a sensible sh- they're always wearing it. They're always cold. They're yeah. Always cold. All of these Lifetime movies are set in the fall. I've yeah. never seen a Lifetime movie in the summertime. No. Everybody has too much clothes on. There's too yeah. much clothes on. She's probably blonde. Mm-hmm. And then there's another blonde. And everybody drink out of a mug with both hands. <laughs> <laughs> You've never seen anything like it. Everybody, no matter who it is, they all just cupping. Cozy. Ooh. Cozy. 
How do you have all... Well, we're going to have a bachelorette party, but I just wanted to do something more intimate. And it's five white women under one giant blanket all watching their own movie. Yeah, a version of the movie that they're in. In drinking hot poker. Because <laughs> the last time she drank, she got too wild. And wild means drove through a Wendy's drive through. Like, just. Yes. Like, oh my God, no, like those movies are not, but it's like, I think this is why people are like, okay, we have to make sure that we cater to like middle America. And I don't think that people understand that middle America is all of America. You don't think there's people in New York? You don't think people in, there's not a woman in LA watching a fucking Lifetime movie, holding both of her hands on a mug? You don't mm -hmm. think that's happened? On a mug that says, you already know it, live, laugh, <laughs> and love. <laughs>
What you mean? Okay, so oof, oof. Okay, I know, I know we're going they tangent after tangent, but this is no, this is important that you shows. know. This is okay. important that you know. That show, yeah, they don't win like Survivor and all these other shows. Survivor, they win money, right? Survivor, they win money. They win a hundred thousand dollars. Naked and afraid. No, no, Survivor, they'll win. I think they win a million now. Oh, sidebar. You know, if you win anything on television, you have to pay the taxes on it. Hard, yes, yes. That's why you have Oprah to pay every tax. <laughs> and that's why Oprah gave all their other cars. People got mad because they were like, wait, 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 wait. You gave me a car. No one told me I was going to have to pay the taxes on this bitch. Yeah, you also, yeah, if you just wouldn't have aired giving me the car, if you if you had come I, back from I, commercial and been like, everyone in this audience is very happy, aren't they? Everybody <laughs> just nodding. That would have been a very different situation. But but when Oprah points to you and says Man. you have a car, Look at your the IRS is also like, yes, he has a car. Oh, I'm sure that I'm sure there's some one person job at the IRS just to watch gang shows. Yeah. Yeah. Because people don't really, like if you like, you know when you have like the showcase showdown on um the price oh, is right. I didn't think about that. All of those vacations, the jet skis, that living room set. All of those like appliance, anything, living room mm-hmm. set, appliances, trips, boats, ATVs, fucking year supply to tide. Mm-hmm. You have to pay the taxes on that. That's wild. You buy I... a bunch of furniture that probably won't fit in your house. Yeah. You got $7,000 worth of fucking furniture and they have to pay the taxes on $7,000 furniture. Mm-hmm. Is it California taxes? Is it the taxes at your house? Because if I came from across the country, play the price is right. And I live in Gary, Indiana. Who's shipping this living room set to Gary, Indiana? Me or CBS? No, I think I think they have to. Or Who else does? you didn't win anything. I think the, the network paying for you to get the thing has to send it to you or else you you've won nothing. You hope. Because I think when Oprah gave the cars out, then people were like, keep it. Keep it. I'm a pansex. Fucking keep it. But this is your car. I didn't sign shit. I came for free tickets to a TV show, Taper. You gave me a car. I didn't buy this car. You gave me this car. Mm-hmm. Fuck this car. I thought she bought 200 cars and they just had to pay the taxes on, which is why they were upset. Right, because I think somebody was just like, why didn't she just pay the taxes? And it's like, well, it's not her car. I think she should have paid the taxes. Also, it doesn't It doesn't uh, have the same ring to it. It's like, you get a car a year's worth of taxes. You get a car a year's worth of taxes. <laughs> This is the other thing I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. They haven't come up with any reality show, like reality movies, other than like Jackass, right? Oh, that's that that's like fair. I think Jackass much, is the only one. Right. We're doing so much dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Why fit it into a season? Just mm-hmm. give us two solid hours of your life to see how many times we can hit each other in the chest. I mean, it, it's it's more than that, though. It okay. really is more. It's about friendship, and it's about skateboarding off roofs, and it's about uh, getting punched by professional people that punch. Okay. <laughs> I did not know that you were a Johnny Knoxville fan. I'm not even saying I'm a huge fan of the series. I'm just saying I, I, I see more in it than just... Shots to the balls. I didn't know you were a knockhead. I didn't know you were a jackass. Mm, I mean, you're you're putting that on me right now. <laughs> I'm saying. So you're a jackass, is what you said. I've said nothing of the sort. I am saying right now 
that there's more to that series slash movies okay. than, you know, than just the ball shots. There's also farting in yoga studios mid-lesson. Okay. You know, okay. there, there's, there's just, there's layers. Okay. I think you we should just about- be respectful of what they've built. You couldn't even say it. You couldn't even finish it. But also, it's like some stuff shouldn't be a movie. Mm-hmm. Like they tried to have a Captain Planet live action movie. No. No. Definitely not a sincere one. The Don Cheadle Captain Planet is one of the greatest Captain Planets of all oh, time. Oh, it's hilarious. There are a lot of movies that translate to shows, which in my opinion, just bolsters my point because okay. it's like this this movie is so good that we want to see more of it and so i think that sometimes when you have a tv show and they do a movie version of it it's like lackluster it's just like it's fine i think it could go both ways because it's like okay buffy the vampire slayer mm-hmm. the movie not that great okay the tv show fucking amazing all right. And then like the Star Trek movies are supplements to the TV series where like you can get people to like, like one of the um, Star Trek movies, you actually have like Picard meet Kirk and they actually live like a hundred year apart. So there's a rift in time and they get to meet each other and all of that. So you get to see like your favorite, like, cause it's just science fiction. To my knowledge and you know, listeners can write in if I'm wrong or whatever. I'm sure they'll let me know. I feel like no, it's just it's just, it's it, it's funny because like it's not it's not in a bad way. Like I'm not yeah. upset or anything, but I truly am catch a hell for that tomato soup episode. Like just, I hope so. <laughs> are people DMing you? Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. People are people are DMing. Yeah. Uh, so wow. anyway, so you were trying to make sure you couldn't lose, and you said something so wild. People have taken the time out of their day to be yeah. Like, Joshua Ezekiel Johnson. Mm-hmm. You're wild as hell, bro. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. 
And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. TV has the advantage as well, along with reality TV, of having a game show because there aren't really game show movies, you know? Well, they tried to do that with those Choose Your Own Adventure movies. Remember Netflix trying to do that shit? And, but this is the thing about those Choose Your Own Adventure movies. The ending is already determined. You have two different endings, mm-hmm. but they're still determined. So you would try those Choose Your Own Adventure movies, and if you made a choice that it didn't have... Because the thing is, the choices can't be infinite. You can't film for every yeah. thing. So eventually you get to a point and it'd be like, yeah, you have to make a different choice. Like, no, bitch, this was my choice. Yeah, yeah. Now you're just making me choose. Like, choose your own adventure book. The book would be fucking a thousand pages as yeah. opposed to the hundred because I'm on a fifth grade learning level. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm... I understand what you're saying. I just feel like those are those are two obvious advantages, but I think that to your point about there sometimes need to be more creativity for a TV show, I think that that's what creates the margin of I error. Didn't, I didn't say there needed to be more creativity for a TV show. I was saying that because movies are finite, because movies, your mm-hmm. story has a beginning, middle, and an end. Uh huh. You only have to be as cre- you only have to be creative enough to tell this story. I see, I see. It's like, I like see. there's a show that I like. It's a Canadian TV show called The Murdoch Mysteries. Mm-hmm. The show's been on. It just They just had their 15th season. And they're hour-long shows. So for you to be able to maintain, to keep the audience interested for this long, you have to be able to create more content, create more characters. Is this character going to die off? Is this character going to come back? Is this character a nemesis? At some point, somebody needs to fall in love out of a fucking kid. That's what I'm saying. It requires more creativity to do a TV show because you have to be creating more content. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because America doesn't do shows. If your show doesn't get canceled, you just have to keep making more shows. And that thing, that thing specifically, is one of the reasons I think movies edge it out too because the Brits... Korean dramas, novellas, I think they do it right. They no, the give Brits you... don't want to work. I'm going to say this right now. The Brits don't want to fucking work. Luther, you gave me four episodes in a season? There's this Australian show, another show from New Zealand called Broken Wood Mysteries. Only six episodes in a season. Go yeah. to work. No, 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 how no. Do you, I mean, my thing is, how do you make any money? They must pay them so much money to do those episodes because... I don't think you have they to do, be able though. To, I don't think they do either. I think that I think that's why they come come here and they do movies and TV here. I I think that they give you just enough that you always want more. All right. I think oh. that they, even if even if it makes you upset, even if you can't stand the fact that they stop at three or four or six episodes, you still are like, ooh, that's a good show. I wish they did more. They don't do it often enough, and when they do it, they don't give us enough. You know. Mm-hmm. And so I'm saying that oh, the way the audience, that is the audience, yeah. Okay. I'm saying the the way that they do that, 
is is perfect. And I think American TV does this thing for me where let's say there's a movie of something and there's a TV show of something. Right. The TV show may very well be better than the movie, but okay. I think on a long enough timeline, the quality, which almost always happens, which is why anytime it doesn't happen, we call that show the greatest show ever made. The mm -hmm. quality over years tends to decline or characters start repeating stories or the, like everything either becomes the same or the way that it changes people don't like. I think that on a long enough timeline, the show falling apart then makes the movie better because you have to look at each thing as a body of work. And so when I see the body of work of a TV show that ran too long versus the body of work of a, maybe a movie about that same thing, I think that the show definitely has the opportunity to be greater than the movie. But if the show goes on for too long, the movie edges it out because we can't stop. We can't act like all the seasons of a show didn't happen. And so right. if the later seasons of that show ruin the show, then the show is ruined. That's why people get upset. So what's an example of a TV show that went on for too long? I won't say it went on for too long and I haven't watched all of it. So then I'm, I'm maybe people are going to tell me I'm, I'm wrong. But I think that clearly almost everyone I've ever talked to that watched the show is upset with the way that they ended Game of Thrones, right? Yes. And if you're this mad about the way they ended Game of Thrones, it makes a new person who's not involved not want to start Game of Thrones. Because you're telling me I'm going to fall in love with something that everyone agrees they ruined. Oh, like the TV show Lost. Like I never saw Lost. And how angry people were about the ending of Lost. I was like, well, I'm not. Because I've seen it. I think I saw it like, I don't know, like a Hulu or mm -hmm. maybe Netflix. It was somewhere where I could like binge all of it. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not watching this fucking show. Everybody's yeah. so mad about how it ended. There's the difference between a show ending and a show getting canceled. Yeah, that's true. That's true. When your show get, I feel like people whose show got canceled in their shows in a different way than people whose show. Like if your show gets canceled, like, listen, you're starting to shoot like the sixth season of your show. And you're like, listen, this is your lap. You're getting you're not getting a seventh season. You're getting canceled. You're getting canceled. You're not getting a seventh season. Right. If you don't know it's coming, I think you end your show in a different way. As opposed to like people who work on the show going, we've decided that the sixth season is our last season. Mm -hmm. It feels like those shows that get like canceled like that, it's almost like a fuck you to the, not a fuck, it sometimes it doesn't feel like a fuck you to the audience or like the network is like, but be nice to us. Like we watched the show. Yeah. And I think that so much of the industry is just circling around money that people don't think about the fact that even if you are going to end something prematurely, give people time to let it end well, because you never know. This this might be like TikTok is teaching us right now that things that we cast away a long time ago that we thought were old and washed up can have a resurgence. They can have a resurrection. You know what I mean? Like, like, like what? No, like that song? Like many songs. So many songs have gone viral because of TikTok and it's resurged the careers of the people who made the song. Like who? Didn't that happen to Lizzo? Because uh, Lizzo's, I thought that Lizzo song that popped off was a song she had actually put out a while back and it didn't pop when she put it out, but then it blew up on TikTok way later. Oh, that then, may have happened? That, that's what I'm, that, that's kind of what I mean. Maybe I'm not right? talking about like hella, hella old bands. I'm just saying, 
look at Firefly. Firefly was this show that people thought ended too early. They got yes. real upset and it yes. got such a rabid fan base that now that's an interested fan base you know wants the show. You won't even have to guess as an executive. Oh, they have like a cult following, but they're still not going to bring the show back. But that's also what happens when you end something in a way that leaves people wanting more of it. If you just end it abruptly, people, people are either going to be like, why would I ever start this? Or why would I watch the whole thing? Maybe I just stop where I want to stop. You're, you're never going to get the analytics for a resurgence, you know? I'll ask you this. What movie, and you can ask me the opposite way, what movie would you want to see turned into a TV show? Some of it's already happened. So okay. what we do in the shadows was funny. And I think the right. show is funny. The show's um, very funny. I think that if Guy Ritchie's The Gentleman could be turned into a TV show, we could see way more of the characters and the... You hated it? Or you just haven't seen I, it? I haven't seen it. I don't know what it is. There's just so many layers to that movie that I want to see expanded. And I think that that would be a, a great TV show. If nothing else, just for me. What about you? Is there a show that you want a movie version of? Because the, the one benefit I can say the other way around is that you can compress in a movie. If you mm -hmm. do it too much, you ruin the movie. Right. But you can compress in a movie a lot of what could have been a show and just really bottle it up and give someone a nice present. Of You look at Top Gun and the new Top Gun, right? 20 years in between those two movies but it picks up right back where it left off and it the leaves us in a great 30 place. years. Oh, you're right. 30 years. Yep. That's a, that's a whole lifetime. So do you have a show that you want to be a movie? I don't always, you know, I think I don't always see the benefit of turning a TV show into a movie because you are, you're bottling things up and you're like trying to, because it's like, what would be the I'll, benefit? I'll give you something that, that will help you. Okay. The best time to do a movie based off a TV show is when the TV show has ended. Uh, okay. That's a, a check-in, you know? Arthur TV show. Arthur TV show, Arthur movie. Yeah, Arthur movie. Okay. So it's, let's say DW starting kindergarten. Arthur's finally going to the fourth grade. Because Arthur's been in the third grade for 25 years. Qu quite a while. He's been held back. I mean, everyone in his life has. Baby Kate has been a baby. Kate should mm -hmm. be out of college. Like, mm -hmm. No, no, I'm with you. Uh, his parents are almost retired. But also, they're rebooting all these TV shows. The only black show they rebooted was The Game, and The Game is very good. Why are we not rebooting? Like, we rebooted Full House. We can't reboot, you know. I think I'm that Queen Latifah is too successful to reboot Living Single. No, I don't know if they can afford her. They can't. They can't. Yeah. They can't. That's the problem is that a lot of these people from some of these famous like black sitcoms, oof, they either they either have gone on to make too much money and they're just not interested or something has happened. Family Matters. You can reboot Family Matters. You're right. Family, ma family Matters. Really just Family Matters now that I think about it. I, yeah. Everything else I can think of is is like a no-go. Because you're not rebooting Martin. You're not rebooting nah. the Wayans Brothers. Nah. You're not rebooting Girlfriends because Tracy Ellis Ross is too famous. Mm-hmm. And we already got our low-key Girlfriends reboot when they brought her friends on an episode of Blackish. Yeah, yeah. I would I say... Would, oh! I know a TV show that was able to blend doing movies while still having their show. 
Psych. But I think because Psych was an hour-long TV show. Yeah, it translated well. Their movies were just an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. So they made the TV show just a little bit longer. You have to like go for like commercial breaks. But Psych did a great job. Did you ever watch Psych? Watch a little bit of Psych. Love that show. So I'll I'll throw I'll throw it to you, all the listeners. We, you know, we've been talking about this back and forth for quite a while. I feel like we've both made some very good points. We both know how we feel about certain shows and programs now, but we yes. want to hear how you feel, okay? Is it TV shows for you? Is it movies? And look, far be it for me to bring down movies. If you don't think I did a good job, but you still love movies, you can let me know, all right? Lord knows I'm finding out how everybody feels about me after that tomato thing. So like, just go you ahead. You said catch up with tomato soup, you crazy man. It's not about, people aren't coming at you like- I'm not offended. I understand why they're doing it. I'm just saying, I, I'm acknowledging that it's happening. Wow. So if you are looking to catch up with us, um, you can you can follow, the podcast, obviously, you probably are now if you're listening to it. You can tell a friend about it. That helps even more. You can yeah. check us out on all the socials. You can find Dulce Sloan on everything as Dulce Sloan. And you can find me as Josh Johnson Comedy. Because the thing is, the more listeners we get, then eventually we'll be able to do this live in front of an audience. And that's what yeah. everybody wants. It's yeah, me. that's what everybody wants is just see me snap finally, you know, just all the way. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> Snap while you're just like, I didn't ask for this. And yeah. then you just rip your shirt like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. I didn't ask for this. All right. Grilled cheese is a castle. And then I walk <laughs> off. Hot dogs are a sandwich. <laughs> Let me tell you something right now. Hot dogs is steak. And anybody <laughs> <laughs> who says differently can fight me. But yeah, thank you all so much for listening and we look forward to talking to you next week. I hope you have a great rest of the day into an amazing weekend. Watch a movie, watch a TV show, call your mama. Explore more shows from The Daily Show Podcast Universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.